Good morning, good evening, and oh shit, sorry. <laughs> that was before evening. Sorry. Let me start that again. Um, I'll just leave it, leave it in there. No, <laughs> for real? Okay. No, no, no. Just, uh, no. Three, two. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're tuning in from. I'm your host, Dylan, and welcome to the Save Your Breath podcast. Today's guest is a good old friend of mine. I did meet him quite some time ago, about, I want to say, four years ago. And um, it's been great ever since. Like, he's, he's one of those friends and um, more like, you know, like, you can joke around with no matter what, and he'll get it. And, like, he also, um, you know, has these unique sort of perspectives and all that. And, um, he is also a part of... Um, I guess like the film industry to a certain extent, because he has sort of released um, a, like a, like a short film recently at the uh, uh, Toronto Asian film festival. And I watched it and it was pretty good. And we will definitely talk more about that, but without further ado, my guest for this episode is Ryan. Ryan, how's it going, man? It's going well, man. It's, uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's actually it's actually really good to hear your voice, man. It's it's been a while. Oh, really? Like you like the sound of my voice? So, <laughs> like the first time anyone has said that to me. <laughs> well, like it's just because of like how <laughs> because of like how like um like how much like good memories were made just like just at at work and stuff and just like all the jokes and stuff. So it's like it it oh. brings a sense of like familiarity and all that. Makes so, sense. Oh, so my yeah. voice is like distinct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I like what you've done with like the studio. It's like my room. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's uh, got got a, quite a bit of uh, soundproof tiles on on the walls and stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oh, so, like, what's what's been on your mind, man? How, how have you been doing lately? You know, things have been moving <laughs> i would say you know we're right now i feel like we're kind of in a place where time is kind of going slow mm-hmm. because with everything yeah. going on um but also you know to look at it at a more from a more positive perspective uh it definitely helped me a lot mm-hmm. to like work on yeah. myself plan for the future and gain perspective, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you want to like talk a little bit more about how? Because I like I I've I think I've mentioned this before in, in a few episodes prior about how um, this sort of like lockdown, this sort of downtime, like it's helped me sort of again, like like you said, become more of like a like a well-rounded person to some degree, as well yeah. as it's kind of made me. Um, sort of start to not only understand what I actually really want to do, but also appreciate the things that, that, that I'm capable of doing and the things that I actually pursue, for example, like, like, like music and podcasting and all that. Um, but I mean, if you want to just talk about how like this downtime has helped you, maybe you can also help those who are listening if they are somewhat finding, finding this a bit of a struggle because this is all this is all fairly new to like literally everyone like no one has ever really gone through this unless you're like very 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 old but then again it's like even if you're very old it's like 
you know, what, yeah. what, what can you do? Whereas like the younger people, like we're just so used to being like on the up and on the go. Oh, we're so, always moving. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how has that, how's that been for you? Honestly, for me, it just made me realize a lot of things about myself that I didn't know before. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like, people knew about, like, they, people, I would say, always saw it, the potential in me mm-hmm. to, you know, like, for example, you know, working in the film and TV industry, right? I've yeah. always talked about it, but I don't think I have ever put work out as much or I never fully committed to that field. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like it's like you've always like talked the talk, but never really walked the walk in some way. Yeah, but like you have, yeah. you, like you have definitely had, like you've worked on some projects here and there before. But now it's like mm-hmm. I, I get the understanding that you're more like locked in and stuff. Yeah, I guess I don't know why because of a pandemic <laughs> led me to do this, but I guess because I was so isolated from everyone in a sense mm, yeah like it, no distractions guess, in a way no, kind of not like too many distractions you're not you know for the most part for the first couple of months you know we were pretty much in our house uh you know i'm i'm an only child too so <laughs> i'm already <laughs> weird i'm already like have like uh all these like thoughts running through my head but i guess right i guess for some reason this year it just it kind of opened me up, I guess, to actually do it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I don't know, like, the reasons why I didn't do it before. Maybe I was just out of fear or just I didn't think I had the tools to do it. But I right. think this year, just I was like, you know what? If stuff like this is happening or can happen, right, it's like, why would I waste another minute? Yeah. Or another it is, yeah. It's like, yeah. it, it's like this, this whole like downtime, of course, has been very tragic for um, mm-hmm. like millions of people around the world. But I feel like mm-hmm. for people like you and me and some others who are a little bit more like better off, it sort of like it added fuel to the fire where it sort of was like, yeah, again, like I, I feel the same way too, where like if pandemics and stuff can happen and it sort of, it sort of gives you like this, um, this perspective where it makes you really realize how short life really is and or or it can be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And how much uh, little time you actually have to, to do the things that you want to do. Um, mm-hmm. But that, that kind of makes sense. Um, like with what you said about how this downtime has made you sort of want to like focus more on stuff because um, yeah, there, there, uh, like there has been evidence before of like, um, I'm sure you've heard of like the Black Plague and how that affected all of Europe. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Supposedly a lot of great things came out after that. Like, um, I, I think I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think um, Isaac Newton came up with a bunch of like laws and equations because of because of that having downside. so much, so much time. Exactly. So much time to mm. do stuff. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm just uh, waiting to release my uh, my equation to like solve <laughs> solve this, solve whatever. What? You just <laughs> I can't tell you yet. 
Okay, I was just gonna oh. ask what what is your equation? Let's just say it's more than just E equals MC squared. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. we were talking about Isaac Newton. That was an Einstein <laughs> equation, but okay. I I know, but you have to like pay homage to the other people, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, no, not really right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so like you've been you've been having these ideas about like films or movies or yeah different uh well i think tv shows yeah i think you know um throughout my i would say from high school to i guess in my mid-20s late i'm in like i'm 29 now but up until i guess till now i guess i've always worked on like projects here and there uh with the my friend who's in who's right. in the industry right yeah uh who's who's also actually the director of the short film that came out at the real asian film festival right sorry what was that short film called a lonely afternoon yes it's like yes, the okay. story of my life <laughs> <I'm> joking um, <laughs> like a lonely day but <laughs> yeah um <laughs> yeah but I'll, I'll get into that after uh but okay yeah yeah so working with him I think I never, I think I just enjoyed the fact that I get to be a part of like a project, not so much like the film commercial TV aspect. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and also it was just another like hobby and activity that was just fun to like, to do, especially because I got to do it with like some close friends of mine and they're still my friends till this day. So and um yeah man it's just i didn't even look at it as oh i'm just building my resume i looked at it as oh my friend needs a help needs, needs my help okay i'll help you out right i'm not doing anything right yeah or i'm free right i have like a lot of free time so you know and nice. it, i guess it kind of led me to tell like i guess now <laughs> to realize mm -hmm. that like hey this is something that maybe i could possibly bring into uh break into Right. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, so that, that's what led us to film that short film, uh, last year, last fall, right. Last summer, fall. And then now I'm actually working currently, I'm working on, uh, TV show, Like we're filming TV shows for like Netflix and for like Hulu FX and all that. So it's wow. pretty yeah. crazy that I'm in this position. Mm -hmm. right you know um a part of me wants to say like oh i wish i got into it earlier right yeah or i took that i wish i took more initiative mm -hmm. right but the fact that it kind of the opportunity kind of just like fell in my lap and i just grabbed that grabbed it i was like why not right let's see where it takes me whether it's yeah. a short or long journey it doesn't matter because to me it's i could say that i at least tried it or did it. Mm -hmm. And that's all that matters. I feel like to say that you, you're a part of something that you've wanted to try, you know, mm -hmm. or that you had like a yeah. passion for, you know, so it, it's definitely better to have tried than to have never done anything at all. For sure. Exactly. That's a good, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so that, that's actually really impressive that you're working on stuff potentially for Netflix and Hulu and all that. And this is with yeah. this, this is with the, the, um, the same people that you've worked on the 
a lonely afternoon project with or is it oh no no it's uh separate sorry okay mention that yeah okay yeah because the the people like a lot of people that worked on that film Mm -hmm. uh they do their own like things in like the commercial industry film tv industry right right yeah yeah so i'm just trying to find my place in the field pretty much you know and put in the hours put in the work you know Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, you you definitely will, especially like if if you if this sort of opportunities like these have like like fallen into your lap and stuff. Um, I, I think like yeah, like you don't need to worry too much because again, I, I'm sure you can also agree with this too. It's like things sort of happen when they're supposed to, and exactly, yeah. Like like obviously, like we're gonna question things when we're sort of in like this stagnant period of our lives, and that happens quite a bit, and it's actually more. Uh, I would say prevalent with like, like our generation where like, um, because there's just such an opening of like so many different things happening and so many new things like occurring that it's kind of like, okay, what do I want to do? Where do I want to go? Right. And especially with all this information being loaded onto us that, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of, um, well, they, I, I don't want to say it's too much negative information, but the negative information is there, like, for example, like, um like our generation like we're all like oh there's there's student debt to recover from there's there's a potential of you know buying a house which is not looking so good for like you know the city of toronto because of how saturated the market is and all that Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like a bunch of things that are just like affecting us so like we kind of then are able to sort of like flip that and say okay what do we want to do that it's going to make us happy and it's going to make us want to do things every single day so that we're not like, you know, like slogging away or slaving away at a job that we don't want to do, or we're not, we know for sure we're not going to be happy doing. And we are actually exposed to that from like, a, from like a younger age, because not yeah. only from like, I guess from like seeing our parents do it, but like also we had to do it to some degree um, to just, just to get by either through school for like post-secondary and all that. And then we just see like, this is, this is not what we want to do. So we want to, do things that we actually enjoy. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's just how I feel, but I also am noticing this with um, like a bunch of people. And that's why like, I try to interview them for this podcast, because I feel like if we can, if we can show people that there's people regardless of where they're from or, what what regardless of what they do mm-hmm. if you if you can go out there into the world and do something that you really like doing and not only just make a living out of it but show people that it's it's very possible yeah. to be happy with what you're doing and mm-hmm. this is something that you probably want to do for like the rest of your life then fucking go for it you know like there's nothing yeah. stopping you like no, don't listen to anyone holding you back. Yeah, exactly. Don't listen to anyone else. Like, I know it's like, sometimes it's hard to, to say that because some people are like, Oh, well, I don't really have much of a choice because of X, Y, and Z. But like, mm. I'm sure like, as soon as, like, as you get older, as you age, you know, you, you figure things out and you start to understand what things really are and how they work. Yeah. Right. I mean, f- like for you, like you're 29 and you're figuring that out. That's totally fine. Some people yeah, might view it totally as like, fine. yeah. Some, <laughs> some people might view it as very late, right? Yeah. But, I mean, you're still really, <laughs> really, really young. 
Thank right? you. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell, tell the world. <laughs> like you've got you've got plenty of time to still like do stuff and like again this is all probably just me like reiterating things like what gary v has said i don't know if anyone mm-hmm. have you heard of him gary v no yeah i'm oh. too familiar with him uh, okay well i'll link you to him he's like this motivational speaker kind of basically oh, it's like yeah he's he's kind of saying the exact same things that i'm saying because like obviously like what he says just really like sort of resonates with me and i'm just like this, this makes so much sense, but people want to make things so complicated, not only for themselves, but for either their children or for their siblings or for their parents or et cetera, et cetera. And it just becomes like this, this, this terrible thing to happen, but enough yeah. about that. Enough about that. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, the listeners at home and you get the point that I'm trying to make. Um, yeah. But <laughs> so I just, I just have a quick question. Um, I think I remember uh, you talking about this um, a lonely afternoon project last year, because oh. I do, I do, <laughs> I do remember you saying that you were um, you you and your you and your um, crew were um, looking for um, like a little boy to cast, and I offered because I was like, look, honestly, I can just shave my beard off and I won't be that character. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, so this was this was around like last year. You guys were starting to work on the project or something like that. Okay, so how it started was if you don't mind me telling the whole story. Go ahead. Uh, Honestly, take your time with it too. How much time we have? I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> so uh, sorry. Let me just uh, save uh, my breath there. <laughs> so, so good for you. Um, yes. Not really the right, but yeah. Oh man! All there, right, there it, is, there it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I had to get that out. I was just like, oh, come on, just let me say that part and then I'll tell the story. Um, <laughs> oh, that is fucking brilliant. Oh my yeah, God. Best okay, guest ever. So, yeah, thank you. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> sorry, let's, let me just drink my water here. Okay. Oh. I have like all this, like, I've been watching a lot of like, uh, sorry, uh, side note, I've been watching a lot of like podcasts on YouTube. Yeah. Like Bobby Lee, like his tiny yeah. belly thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's so cool how they set it up, like with like the mm-hmm. like the COVID glass or whatever. <laughs> oh, sorry, not COVID glass, plexiglass. I don't know. Yeah, but it's, that, like, well, that's let's a, just call it COVID glass now because it okay, yeah. is I already. Yeah. yeah, and then he interviews like different celebrities, different like guests, personal friends, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, oh, I wonder how like they sit there for that many um, hours. Cause I'm pretty sure they they stay there for longer than they show on YouTube, right? yeah yeah so i'm just like man i need to get some like tea some water yeah i got i got my lemon and ginger tea here with me so yes oh Let's, same oh my god oh yeah <laughs> great minds think yeah. alike <laughs> yeah no it's it's a good tea to have while uh while uh recording a podcast yeah. i find because it's good for the throat and yeah apparently it, it cures uh covid uh, according to my uh my my grandma She's like, it's okay, uh, as long as you wear your mask and drink the ginger tea, lemon tea, it's good for you, huh? You drink it every day, and then before you sleep, and when you wake up. I'm like, okay. So I've been doing it ever since, and like, so far, negative. So far, so good. Um, so far, so negative, <laughs> yes. yeah. And then, um, yeah. That's good. Anyways, sorry. Uh, <laughs> back there. So back to, uh, yes, a lonely afternoon with Ryan Vildar. Um. So I got the phone call. I was hiking with my girlfriend and her family at the time. And we were hiking. I think this is around maybe July. 
maybe June, June, July. And I get a okay. phone call from my friend who's also the, the writer and director. His name is Kyle Credo. He gave me a phone call and he's like, Hey, uh, we're planning to shoot this short film, uh, a Filipino short film, I must say. And I think it was like, what, September? Yeah, September, October, right? Oh, so and this I was, was like, shot like last year. Yeah, just last year. Oh, sick. Okay. And then I was like, yeah, I am down. <laughs> of course. Like, mm-hmm. every time, literally, every time you ask me to help him with the project, I always say yes, right? <laughs> okay. Because usually I'm just like the production assistant, the driver. Uh, I just help whatever, whatever position needs help, I can help on set, right? Yeah, that's, that's really and, good. Yeah. Yeah. So his his girlfriend who happens to be the Farah, who was the producer of that film of the lonely afternoon she got on the mm-hmm. phone too on the, on the phone i think i think they're on speaker so <laughs> and then she's asking me hey um uh Ryan um we would like you to be part of this film but we would like you to have a bigger role i'm like oh mm. bigger role i'm like oh so you want me to act <laughs> so it's like <laughs> Like, uh, I, like, I don't want to ruin your short film if you want me to act. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and they're like, no, no, no. Uh, we would like you to be the assistant producer. I was like, whoa, you had me at assistant. So, and I was like, yeah, why not? Right. And mind you, I'm like hiking with like a hiking stick and I'm so tired. And it's like, oh, yeah, so I'm you're on this like, phone call while taking a hike. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, okay, guys, go ahead, don't worry. I have signal here. You guys go ahead. Right, that's brilliant. Yeah, and I was just like, honestly, when they asked me to to do that, it was honestly one of the for some reason it was one of those moments in my life I felt like I'm doing something right. Not just like you're on the right, like you're on the right path. Not not like yeah. because you're hiking, but yeah, I don't. Know. I was also like <laughs> losing weight while like I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I think just them asking me and uh, giving me that confidence that, you know what? We think you're capable of doing more. You're reliable. We trust you, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, that, that meant a lot, right? Yeah, I know it's yeah. like, it's from my friends, but I think from like, a, if you take it out from like a personal relationship, from a work perspective, it's like, they still trust me to do it. And mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not going to let them down, right? And the fact that they gave me that it's not like I needed verification from them to, mm-hmm. to know that I could do this, but the fact that they gave me that position, it's like, okay, like, let's do this. Right. So I helped out with auditions for like, this is like pre-production. I got auditions. Uh, what else? Trying to find, well, I think that was like our main thing I was, I helped out with. Right. Obviously, we had like meetings here and there to talk about it, uh, have our input on like reading the script, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I pretty much, uh, I'd pretty much work under Farah throughout the shoot, and anything she needed me to do, I'd help, right? Like I would pick up a lot of stuff for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, any paperwork that I would need to do on, they would explain what I would need to do, right? Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, I was just like, because I wasn't too familiar with what exactly a producer did, 
right? Let alone right. assistant yeah. producer. So I pretty much just helped the things that she couldn't do just to like uh, lessen the workload, I guess, for her. Right, uh, and that 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 worked um, for both of you because for sure. not only did she like get the help, but you got not only the experience, but you know you got the I guess quote unquote bragging rights um, to say that you were uh, an assistant producer. Because we're like when I, like I'm not gonna lie when I when I saw your name uh, rolling through the credits oh. and I was like assistant producer, holy like what Ryan's doing some big stuff now, damn. Yeah, I knew we could do it. Like so, yeah. that that was very impressive. Yeah, I, man, believe me, I'm still like, you know, in loss of words. I guess you can say, because right. I never thought, you know, my name would be, like, let alone in the credits of a film, let alone it's it was in, it made it into like a film festival, right? Mm-hmm. So that alone, that, that I keep saying that alone. <laughs> See, he's so much lonely in the afternoon. And I keep using that word. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that just made me like really happy and appreciate the people I have around me, the people I got to work with on that film, mm-hmm. and just for like the art itself. I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then once. So fun fact. The first day of auditions, we only had one person come in. Oh, was it like auditions for like the entire the main cast? Role. Oh, was the for, main role. Okay. This is this one was for the main role, I believe. Okay. So we only had one person, and that one person was our star <laughs> to play the role of Justin. So the actor's name okay. is Danan, and he right. she so happens to be the little brother of Khalil. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It's Khalil's bro- <laughs> little brother. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't wonder he looked a little familiar. But then again, I was like, oh my god, wait, he- were you a co-op? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I also kind of thought that he looked a little bit like Clark. So yeah, I can see that. Like, yeah. someone, someone said they look like me, and I was like, dude, thank you. But that, that too, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like if I shaved, yeah, maybe then I should have just been in the movie. But anyways. Um, <laughs> Sorry, and I'm not trying to say all Filipinos look the same, but um, it's it's okay. And in, in that sense, I get it, because like skinny <laughs> Filipinos, like you know, can, yeah, okay, fine, you know. But I'll I mean, you can one. say that with like everyone, like all skinny people kind of look the same relatively, and like all like, uh, people look yeah. the same relatively. You know, it's like yeah, that's why I grew yeah. my hair again, so I don't have a fade, like all the skinny Filipinos. <laughs> Joking, <laughs> I should get a haircut. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um actually i yeah, don't think you but, will be able to, uh, to sorry side note because like we're in that stupid lockdown, lockdown now yeah yeah i have scissors yeah. so oh that's true yeah so actually just a quick <laughs> side note for those who are listening we actually today the date of this recording for this episode is the 20th of november yeah, yeah, and um today, right. <laughs> and uh today at like around like 3 3 p.m 3 30 ish um the uh, the uh, the premier of Ontario, Doug Ford and his team, they reissued a lockdown, which is kind of well, well, it's exactly like how we were back in the middle of March. Yeah. So, yeah, this is gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough winter, but um, yeah. But yeah, sorry, you were saying about uh, <laughs> about um, little little Khalil. Yeah, um, yeah, Khalil's brother. Yeah, 
Dana, yeah, man, that guy, that kid is, man, he is one talented kid. I will tell you that, mm-hmm. man, because he's so he's a dancer too, right? And he's oh, a wow. really good dancer. He's like, I think he's better. Like, he's definitely better than me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and this is his first time acting. Like, are you serious? <laughs> and wow, you know, the fact that I mean, we had other auditions for other roles and maybe like i don't know if we had other i I wasn't there for all the auditions because some of them we had to do like like online Mm -hmm. right just because we had to it was tough to find like location to set up for auditions um but for that one in particular it was in uh the associate producer happens to be kyle credo's older brother that was his condo right and mm-hmm. you know we had all these chairs set up we had all the everything set up and then only one person came <laughs> so every time like a person came into like the hallway we're like are, are you here for this we're like no we're here for like the birthday party next door i was like oh do you want to do so it was tough right um but honestly i'm so glad it worked out the way it did yeah. because despite the lack of people showing up for auditions we came up we um the director ended up using majority of his family, <laughs> if not all yeah, of his family I mean, in the cast. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. That's usually like the best way to do those like small projects like that. Um, yeah. Getting people, you know, involved. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We just have to take a quick break. I think my neighbor's upstairs. If I could hear, you know. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna pick up on. Stop banging on the damn furnace, man. Either they're either they're renovating or they're fucking. So I don't. Well, tell them to turn down the volume to like two or something. I don't know. Uh, Or put their put their headphones on and tune in to save the podcast (laughs) episode five. This is what was episode seven. <laughs> episode seven, yeah, actually, yeah, good, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got the lucky number. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm actually really kind of weirded out by the fact that, like, it's it's gone this far. You know? It'll keep going, man. I'm telling you. Thanks. I just, I'm like, every week, it's like, it's 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 like it's nail biting and kind of stressful because, like, I I'm running out of people on like who to try and interview. Right? I'm just like, fuck, like, who do I go like, back give you, to? I can, I can give you a list. I can give you a list of people you can interview. Oh, honestly, I fucking appreciate that. Because honestly, I was also thinking about messaging Alan, too. Yeah, oh, I was just about to say, like, get Alan on the next episode. Okay, yeah, because actually, um, I think I might be interviewing Clark next week, too. Oh, nice. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Tequila, Royal Fades, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to... Yeah, boy. Gonna, yeah, so I'm going to try and, like sit down and have a good because i did mention him like i think you remember in my in the in the first episode mm-hmm. With Nas, yeah. yeah yeah and um so yeah that that, that happened uh, good. and you got you got what kyle shanaka yeah that was cool man that's cool yeah yeah Thank, no I, I really actually really appreciate you listening and giving yeah, giving man. that kind of feedback it's, 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 
supported me through like my my stuff and then you know yeah I returned the favor you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you thank you I, yeah I mean I, I got you either way so it don't matter it's all good um okay so let's resume and that was three yeah in three two one so you were saying about um people auditioning and stuff or like people like keeping it in your in your family and all that so that's, that's well pretty yeah cool. like the direct like the director's family pretty much okay yeah did and, you did uh, you get any of your like close friends or any sort of family members to also work on that mm, project as well or was it kind of just- no <laughs> <laughs> i just like let i let them like take care of that part you know right yeah because so like a week before we started shooting I was actually in Mexico. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you went to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, and just... It's just really hot over there. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I drank a lot and ate too much. So I was like, oh, yeah, I had to come back. <laughs> you shooting. So I came back the, the night or the day of the first... Yeah, I think the first day of shooting, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think they only had like a couple scenes to shoot, so it was okay. They didn't really need me. But for the, because we shot it over like a weekend, the second and third day, that's when it was just like full days, you know? <laughs> and and when you say full days, like, can, like, can you talk us through like how it started, what what, what happened in the middle, and then how it all ended? It's like, well, we shot it, and then we finished. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess, so what the producer did, uh, she gave everyone schedules of what like call times and what when we would have to be there mm-hmm. right and then uh yeah so obviously i, I got there on time <laughs> i didn't talk <like>, <laughs> or anything but like it's funny because i was the one that was responsible for like um marking down who came in at what time right and who what time did that person left just for so we could organize like the payments right? right yeah yeah. And like, yeah. So technically if I was late, <laughs> John Jack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we get there in the morning, I guess, help set up whatever needs to be set up. Well, I guess whoever's in like the camera, like production team, they would set up what they need to set up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the art director, uh, Steffi, she needed to set up like the look of the house. Cause we, we just filmed in Scarborough and, and uh, the direct, director's cousin's house. So it was pretty good. It was only in one location. So there wasn't oh, yeah, yeah. too much moving around, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that made it, I guess, easier for us because there wasn't too much travel time. Uh, the only thing it was, it was just really hot because it was in the summer, right? Kind of fall, summer, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and it was like, like a bungalow type house. So it was a bit tight in there. So that's why like, I was lucky if we got to go into the basement cause that's where they had the air conditioning. <laughs> so if I had to like input some stuff in the computer, um, quickly get signatures from like the people that were in the film from the extras. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I got to like go back to the basement and just like do my thing there. But then if I had to like help out with like shooting behind the scenes or just, or just being there to see, like, get to see, like, the work itself, like, filming and all that, it was, like, trust me, it was very rewarding, right? So Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. 
Yeah, because so pretty much we all got like, um, everyone got a copy of like, like, w- w- uh, what time we're going to be shooting this. We're aiming to take a break at this time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some scenes I would say took longer. That's that's because either the director wasn't wanting to take another take to be, just for safety, or maybe he just wasn't uh, happy with the number of shots that he had. So, you know, but we always had to be like on our toes, right? Like the producer, she was just on, 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 uh, the director <laughs> saying like, Hey, this, we have 10 minutes to move on to the next shoot or next scene. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was very organized. Right. Which I like. And the fact yeah, that we all know each other. Yeah. So it, it was, you know, it, it worked. Like we had that, you could feel the chemistry there. So, yeah. That's usually the beauty about working on projects with like people who you know, um, because again, it brings that sense of familiarity and like you aren't always as like nervous or on the edge about what's going to happen next or what you're going to do or what this person might say or Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Oh man. must've been fun though. Shooting the entire, what was it? Like three days worth of shooting? Yeah. I would say about three days. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's, uh man like i still have like pictures and videos from like those days and honestly it was a good time right yeah yeah i can imagine now (laughs) is there any sort of like special behind the scene things that have happened or any sort of like funny bits that you want to like talk about (laughs) so many um uh let me try to think of one well this is just like one story where I was like on the way to, I think this was like the last day of shooting. I, my, the producer was just like, Oh, can you pick up the boom operator? Cause it's like on the way. And like, can you also pick up the main actor? Cause I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like I know who they are. Right. So, and they're like, Oh, she's like, I totally forgot to get <laughs> like breakfast or they need breakfast or something. Can you stop by McDonald's and order this much? I was like, dang. <laughs> was it a lot? It was a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> especially to order in the morning. And like, we went to the one in Melbourne, like McDonald's on near Melbourne Mall. Yeah. So it was just like, imagine like it'd be like early in the morning. And I'm just like, yeah, can we have like 30 or 20 <laughs> hash browns and this many sandwiches? Oh, some oh, some people are vegan. So can they not get the meat and like the cheese? So they just so, had bread? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember what the substitute was. Like, I just know I, I, I tapped my card. did not look. Cause I was like, it's okay. I'll be reimbursed. But it was just funny because like, I, I saw like the pain cause I used to work in fast food and like, I saw the pain in those guys faces making like all that stuff. Yeah. And plus, and that, was at that time in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no line until I ordered. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. I feel like I'm back at like my retail job too. I'm just like, I'm that person, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I was just like, I'm that person that has to like, like, oh, I don't know if I want this anymore. And like, they come up with like all these clothes <laughs> in the bag, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, that wasn't really like a big thing. I don't know. For me, that was funny because I was just like with my, uh, with the boom op. And then we were just like, yeah, it's for a production. <laughs> so see. you went, you went, so you went through the, uh, the, the drive through. No. I went oh, you went inside. I went inside. Oh. They didn't. Have, I don't think oh. uh, that location has a drive-through. 
Okay. So <laughs> how long did you guys wait for all that? Like half an uh, hour? Honestly, it's probably like less time. I was just, I probably just okay. over exaggerating to be honest with you. But I was like, <laughs> that was like the first time I had to make like a big order. I felt like I was doing like a YouTube challenge or something like one of those like food challenges. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like an epic and, meal time kind of. Yeah. And I, and it's funny because at the time I wasn't, I, uh, I took a break from eating McDonald's. So I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I kind of feel you with the whole McDonald's thing. It's tempting. Although, yeah. Although I, I haven't actually had McDonald's in, in quite a while. That's but apparently they're coming out with like this, this like new vegan <laughs> sandwich. And it's, the name is so stupid. Have you heard it? Have you heard what about it, it? What is it called? McVegan? It's called. No, it's even worse. It's called a McPlant. Oh. Right? <laughs> well, it, just, just, it just doesn't roll off the tongue so, so say, easily, yeah, but I guess needed, needed is vegan food, but... Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a funny joke, but it's the McPlant. Oh, yeah. I can't. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, viewers. But yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, like, yeah, so for those who are listening, um, just to quickly recap, uh, Ryan um, finally sort of, I guess, made his breakthrough into the um, film and TV industry, and um, he managed to uh, be a part of this uh, short film called A Lonely Afternoon that was featured at the Toronto Asian Film Festival. Um, I think they're closed, they're closed up now, correct? They're all done. And all yeah, that. Uh, November nineteenth was the last uh, day. Yeah, November nineteenth. Okay, 19th, so that yeah. so that was uh, yesterday. And for yes. those who are listening, this podcast comes out Monday, so the the last day was last week Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those who yeah, for those who uh, never got to watch it, um, is there any way that they're able or that they can possibly watch it in the future, or is it sort of like a wrap? Mm. Well, yeah, I guess for the film festival, you can't really watch it anywhere, but I guess. Uh, from what I've heard from the director, uh, we're trying to get into another film festival. Like we're still waiting. Okay, and this is this a film festival that's that's coming up, or is it something that's potentially like happening next year? Uh, I would probably say next year. Okay, yeah. Hmm. And is are you going to resubmit the film that you already did, or are you going to try and make a new one? Uh, I believe we're trying to get into another film festival mm-hmm. with the same film. Uh, as far as another film, I don't know if I'm a liberty to say, but I know we, the director wants to work on another film. Like I pretty, I know he has like scripts like ready. So I'm pretty sure he, he would want to shoot it. Um, if, if, like I said, if, things are okay to be like, if we're okay to film together next year, right. Then obviously that's a possibility. So, but honestly, like for now, I think we're going to stick with like, try to promote this short film a bit more because we have heard nothing but like good things about it. Yeah. But you know, eventually we want to be able to get together and shoot like a feature film or maybe another short film. Right. So, you know, Mm -hmm. Because I heard, like, shoot, shooting, yeah, shooting a feature film would it'd be a bit longer, right? Oh, yeah. That would definitely take, like, I would say, depending, yeah, maybe take, take like, months, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe weeks, depending on, like, how, how we go about things, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
So now, yeah, now again with the short film that was recently put out, did you have any sort of say in like the post-production or not so much? Not so much because that was like left up to the editing department. Right. Which was pretty much like uh, the director's older brother. He, okay. he edited part of it, most of it, if anything, not all of it. I don't know. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, the uh i think they just fixed like the color in it and uh they got someone to like add music add the music in it right so because they were editing it for quite some time before they put it out Mm -hmm. because i think only two or three people really got to see the full short film so like when they came out for the film festival that was my first time seeing it and like majority of the crew right yeah yeah but the only thing i really had to say in was just more like promoting it once we found out like we couldn't really say much right and we couldn't like really post things about it just because we were trying to get into different film festivals like if if we wanted we could post on youtube but i don't you know what i mean like we want people to view it for the first time and and, you know and not just like (laughs) pay for it but you know get that full experience of being of like, like at, at a film festival, yeah. Because to be honest, that actually was my first um, experience uh, with a film festival. Like I've like I've always really? like heard about stuff like TIFF and all that, and I've never like I've I've tried to go, but it's like every time like it's always happened. It's like that's kind of always been at like the start of school. So it's like, well, do I want to do that or do I want to just like yeah. really buckle down and focus? And plus, yeah. like it's it's always like downtown too, like on King Street. So it's like it's it's quite quite a way, mm. you know. Um, but I mean, yeah, it was, it was a brilliant first time sort of like viewing um, uh, like a film festival from the comfort of my own home. So now I ask you, like, if, do you, like, especially with like this whole pandemic thing, like, do you think that uh-huh. that's definitely going to change like how movies are going to be? Do you think like that's going to be the new sort of norm going forward um, where people can have the uh, freedom to, either watch movies that are released in theaters or to participate in uh, film festivals from the comfort of their own homes? Hmm. Good question. (laughs) To be honest, if anything, I think those films that will get, will get like a lot more views, if anything, or get a lot of people will buy tickets for it even more. The reason I say that is because they don't have to drive to their local theater or IMAX or whatever, like, you know, special, you know what I mean? VIP theater, right? Yeah. As, as nice, but it costs more. So I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, watching it from home, like, with your family, your friends, whatever, um, it's just more convenient at this point. And I guess, like, moving forward is just, that's what it may be for a while, you know? Which is okay, to be honest. Yes, you get you miss that feeling of like reacting with everyone else around you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like one one movie I remember uh, seeing was like Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah, in like that theater, part, the part where like Captain America grabbed the hammer. Oof. Yeah, that was that was really sick. Yeah, everyone. Oh. Yeah, spoiler alert for anyone who didn't watch that. Film, I mean, <laughs> is it really a spoiler alert at this point? Because this like movie came out how long ago? Two years ago. That's true. Right? So it's, it's like... 
<laughs> yeah, and, and at this point, <laughs> at this point, I don't see how anyone has an excuse to not see any of the Avengers movies. And I didn't say not see; I said not see. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Yeah, okay, I wasn't. Yeah, some people might think, "Oh no, he's yeah." Anyway, he's a fascist, but no, um, no. just the fastest. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely sort of agree with you to some extent uh, with like the whole movie theater thing um the only thing i kind of didn't really like about that was sometimes if you were to go see a movie i don't know why but there'd be those parents where they bring like their um their screaming baby or their screaming child it's like can you please just not do this so i mean there's also like the added like the benefit and and i guess more of a more pros of seeing movies and films and stuff from the comfort of your own home um well yeah but i mean obviously like yeah who doesn't like going out to yeah. go an experience it's like it's an experience right it's a, it's definitely an experience when you're watching in a theater right mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh, yeah the surround sound you have the oh yeah plan your chairs you get to watch it with like a certain amount of people you know what i mean you get to watch yeah. it with friends family whatever mm-hmm. right crying babies if, you, if you're if you're cool with that but exactly it's 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 uh, it's one of those things where it definitely is for it's 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 um it's an experience for all the senses literally because you're seeing a great movie you're hearing great sound you, you know you're feeling the 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 feel of the reclining chair um <laughs> you, you you know you, you smell the popcorn and all that um, oh yeah like that's like you feed off everyone's re- reaction too ex- I feel like it's, yeah uh, yeah so that like comes into play of how you view a film. I feel like, because if you're just like watching on your laptop at home, you know, yeah, yeah, you'll react to it. Like if you're watching by yourself or with whomever, but when you're watching it with strangers, I feel like the the feeling of it's very different. Hmm. And actually, the, the thing I'd like I'd like to add that I just sort of came up in my head is like in the movie theater, like it's kind of like a rule where like they tell you to put your phone away because it is sort of a distraction not oh, only yeah, to the other so viewers, funny. but to yourself. Right. Whereas like when you're at home, there's, that's not a rule. Like you're, you're just going to be distracted by your phone. Hey, like your phone goes off and you're like, Oh cool. Let me check my messages. And then sometimes like for me, like I would get trapped into like that Instagram loophole where like, I just endlessly start scrolling and like throwing out likes and stuff. And it's like, and then yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm, and then I resume back to the movie. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like what happened? Like what, like, and then I have to re- rewind. So that that's kind of the, 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 I guess the bonus of watching things at home is that you, you can obviously pause and rewind and stop and take breaks and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, it all depends on how the viewer themselves chooses to view movies. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. And like, take the conversation even like further, like even watching, um, foreign films or subtitled films right mm-hmm. like you really it force i feel like i'm starting to appreciate those kind of films because it forces you to pay attention to actually like read the subtitles yeah. if you don't understand like the yeah. language and those like a lot of films are like really good like if you've watched like for example uh parasite right mm-hmm. actually i have not seen that yet, and i really actually really have to see that oh, you have to watch that i tell yeah. you okay it's a really good film yeah. I mean, I, I, we have the time now, now that, now that like literally all of Toronto is in a lockdown. <laughs> so, so yeah. I'll add that to my list and hopefully uh, you, the listener can add that to your list. If 
I mean, if, if you're not just in Toronto, but if you're in a, in a lockdown, take some time to watch some great movies and listen to some great music, you know, take the time to yeah. do some, you know, engage in some stuff that you've never probably considered seeing before. So sorry, you were saying or, about, or check out uh, Dylan's <laughs> podcast, Save Your Breath, <laughs> or watch his drumming live yeah, on all those IG Live or things. YouTube, whatever <laughs> platforms. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank, thank you for the uh, shameless plugs. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably in your bio already. But I'm just gonna say yeah. it again <laughs> for anyone else listening. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. I, re- I really appreciate that. But sorry, you were saying about uh, uh, parasite. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's not good to have if you know if you're feeling sick. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. It's I found that it was like a really well done film, right. and the fact that it's like uh, it won in like it won like four Oscars, three or four Oscars. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's like. I mean, I know you don't need a, a award to like tell you that to be like so you don't have to be like happy with like the film that you made. Like the fact that a Korean film made it into like like the holly like in hollywood and then like and won all these awards like for best picture best you know director you know what i mean and then best original screenplay it's mm. it's that's amazing man like that's like the dream yeah i can i i yeah. can definitely see you doing stuff like that too especially because the fact that um it's not only becoming a big thing in in america where like um asian um productions are are being more noticed but i think it's it's one of those things where it is like quickly rising um in canada you know particularly with like east asians um because especially with like the whole um release of crazy rich asians oh right i think that sort of started well i wouldn't say it started at all but it definitely made it more um it has its. it played a part you know yeah it played a big part It, it became more noticeable people appreciated it more um, and so, yeah, I guess it's going to sort of slowly latch on to like the South Asian community. Cause I mean, technically we do have like Bollywood and stuff and everyone sort of knows us for that, but, um, the, the, we want to sort of get onto that sort of representation as much as like the East Asians where, um, mm-hmm. we're recognized as people who also are born and raised in North America and we're not just stereotype, you know, in such oh, a way, sure. like, like yeah. there's, there's, I'm sure you know about like so many shows and different movies where they portray various Asians regardless south north east west of like they sort of portray in a way where it's like like in my in my case like like they would portray Indian people but for white people you know yeah where it's like it's like they're very comedic kind of um uh you know it's yeah so it's not it's not the most authentic representation but I feel like that's 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 um that's slowly becoming a thing and I think by the time like we're a bit older. We will definitely see more of a more of an influx of um, uh, authentic representation from people from yeah. our communities. Yeah, think, it's, it's amazing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that that's what we need. And and to be honest, for those who are listening, um, if you want to see, uh, hopefully, this movie is the short film is released soon somewhere, or you can have access to it. But basically, from what I got is uh, from watching it is. Um, a Lonely Afternoon was a film, a short film where it actually, to me, it seemed like the most authentic um, 
representation of what it's like to be in a Filipino family. And to be honest, it, it was actually really cool watching it because <laughs> I can sort of relate because in like Indian culture, it's kind of the same thing to some degree, mm-hmm. right? Like, you, yeah. like sometimes you'll have like, um, like I guess like a, like a, like a afternoon or like a dinner party or like a lunch party. And like, sometimes you get like a priest to come over and say a prayer <laughs> and yeah. like, yeah. And like give, give blessings and all that. And, and everyone's, you know, yeah. you know, um, doing their thing. A lot, a lot of the aunties and uncles are just like doing their own thing. Especially like the uncles are all just like chilling in the back, doing their own thing, drinking. <laughs> yeah. A lot of similarities, man. Trust exactly. Me. Yeah. So it's, it was, it was very cool. It was a very, it was a very nice film to watch. Um, but now, now that we're sort of back to it, um, what, what's the success of that film been like? Has it been something that you've um, partially expected, or has it, has it sort of been something where you're like, wow, I never you know, knew it would actually get such a uh, positive response or has there been anything that sort of made you go, wow, like, you know, this, this actually really struck home. I think even just after sh- shooting the film and then keeping tabs with the director, just cause I would see him like every so often. Um, once he told me that, well, especially when once you told me that we got into a film festival, right? I was like, man, we did it, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, well, at first I said you did it, and then he's like, no, we did it. That meant a lot to me because it's like, oh yeah, like I, you know, I guess I was, I helped out, right? <laughs> no, you did. Like, you definitely did. Yeah. yeah. You definitely did. Um, but yeah, once you told me that, it's like, dude, like, it's, this is whether it gets big or not, whether we get like good reviews, bad reviews the fact that we're putting it out there in like the universe and people get to see, you know, your perspective and like our, our culture is like represented in that kind of way. It's, it's kind of, it's actually beautiful. Right. Like I never, I think for me, I knew it would do well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like, I was, you know, I was just being hopeful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like more like positive about it. Yeah. But, um, I never thought like, once I saw like the trailer, once I saw, you know, we made like an Instagram page and like just seeing everything again and watching the film itself, it just made me like, wow, like really appreciate it more and just be like, wow, that's successful in its own right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, whether this is like the last, like the last time we showed this film or not, like I can say that I, like I said earlier, you know, uh, just be happy with what you, what you've done, especially if you actually took part in something or try something, mm. right? Because you can't like even if we got like negative reviews, right? Which I haven't heard any. Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't, but I would still be proud of the film, right? Regardless. Yeah, yeah. That's something. That's something that yeah. I think everyone should try and do. Yeah. That's like an example. Like that's like making like. A painting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, say, like, oh, you get it into like a gallery, no one buys it. You know what? <laughs> Who cares, right? Like, not a lot of people can say, like, oh, you painted this work or you made, you made this project, you got it into something, right? But you can still be proud of it. You don't even have to get it into like a gallery. The fact that you did it and you took the time to express yourself, right? 
And then if you're okay with that, if you're happy with that, then that's all that matters, right? Yeah. So that that's just how I try to view it. Yeah, and that's actually that's actually been uh, one of the things that you've told me about before too. Like, um, I can't remember whether it was on like a truck shift or just like a regular shift. But like yeah. you, you just told me like it, just be proud of like what you do. If if you're happy with it, put it out there. And like that kind of like sparked that sort of idea that you know what I I got I got stuff to do. So I'm you know I'm just gonna put stuff out there. And starting yeah, starting last year September, that's when I sort of started to put out more uh, like drum videos and stuff. And then like and then yeah, like that's that's kind of, ever since then it's kind of, it's kind of snowballed. And I've been more okay each and every single time with putting stuff out there that I just like to do because like why not? Yeah, I noticed that, man. I'm just like when I saw that, I was like. Yeah, still in. Like this is what I've been waiting for. The world's been what been waiting for this. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, and again, I kind of feel the same about like how you said earlier, where like I feel like I sh- I should have done this earlier. But like, you know, as I kind of start to look back on these things, and as I sort of start to talk about these things, not just with you, but like with like other people as well, like I sort of start to realize that, you know we have our similarities like you and I and various other people. And um, I feel like, I feel like everyone who is a creative to some degree, um, yeah. they, uh, they, they, they sort of find a way to put stuff out there, but um, they, they sort of feel like they, they should have done this before or whatever. But I feel like we all like, we all sort of um, come to this understanding that, you know, it's supposed to happen when it's supposed to. So there really is no rush to anything, really, if you really think about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I totally agree with that. I think, I guess, just for me personally, mm-hmm. um, you know, people say, oh, like, you should have this and this by 25. You should have this and this complete in your adult life by when you're 30, right? Buy a house, mm-hmm. get, you know what I mean? All that stuff. And uh, to an extent, I understand why they kind of set those, I guess, I don't know, timelines. Those standards, yeah. The standards, right? Mm. But at the end of the day, you, you kind of have to go with what works for you and maybe your significant other or whatever your current situation is, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, you don't want to rush it, but sometimes you know, maybe you do have to have some sense of urgency, right? But at the same time, like, you always have to go at uh, a pace that you're comfortable with. Yeah. But there are times where you'll get pushed to, you know, go a bit faster than you're used to, right? Or like, it's in a way, step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And then then also, there will also be times where you'll be forced to slow down, like this year for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like for me, like I feel like it, it was a bit slowed down, but the things I have planned for next year and the things that are happening currently, like to me, honestly, it feels like it's moving quicker now, a bit quicker, right? Yeah, which, yeah. which is good, right? That I need is, to like yeah. a change, I, need, I need a change of pace, right? It can't be just one straight line, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, yeah. that, that that's really good that things are like looking up for you now, now, man. Like it's it's um it's very pleasing, especially because like 
uh, I've after getting to like know someone like you, like you're someone who's very dedicated and very loyal to like what you do. You're very creative, very intrinsic, and um, you 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 definitely have like this vision and this idea of where you want to go and more importantly, who you want to be. And I think that's, that's very important for people to figure out, not just like, yeah. not just like people who are in their twenties, but like, even, even if you're in your thirties and you still feel like Any you age, haven't, man. exactly. If you still, if you, if you feel age. like you haven't really figured out who you are or what you want to do, it's never too late to, to, you know, do things just really just do what you want to do and figure out who you are through that process. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I want also want to add in that no matter where you are in life or like what job you have, if you're single, if you're in a committed relationship, if you have a kid, whatever, right? Yeah, you're always growing, no matter what. You're always learning something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, like every job that you do, right? You, you take something from it. That's very right? true. Yeah. It could be short term, long term. You know, you, you look like, you know, I was in retail for how many years now, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like every year I've learned something just from working with people like strangers and working with, you know, you like unfamiliar faces. And again, I worked with different ages, right? Yeah. So I feel like that allowed me to like tap in. To like, oh yeah, I kind of have to be like the older, the older head here, you know, have to be like the more mature. And even though I crack like some, like <laughs> some jokes and I'm like, oh my gosh, Ryan. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about like what you, who you are. Like you're just so young at yeah. heart. Like you just like, it doesn't matter what age you are. Like, I feel like you're always going to be like this, this young sort of lighthearted person. Yeah. And I, I think that's just how I grew up. Right. Like I grew up with, a lot of, I always hung out with like the older crowd. Right. So I think I learned a lot from that. Mm-hmm. And then I think it allowed me to be, I don't know, I don't know if I don't want to come off as like, oh my God, you're so popular. No, I just feel like <laughs> I learned to like adapt maybe. Yeah. To different people and no matter their personality or whatever, like you can mm-hmm. be high school, I can, whatever, I, ment- I mentor you or teach you something that I um, I learned at that age or that they, they'll, they'll need to know some like advice, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, like, yeah, even talking to uh, Clark, right, for instance, right? Like <laughs> I've known him since like, well, I don't know how old he was, like 17, 16? Yeah, right? like when he first came as, as a co-op. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, man, I've always told this guy, I'm like, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, there's nothing that's gonna stop you. Like, how old? Like, it doesn't matter. You could be, you could be my age. You could be your. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't let that like hold you back from doing what you want to do. Right. Yeah. If you see a future in, in, in whatever you're doing, go for it. Right. Yeah. So I told him like, I just not like I said like don't be like me, but I was just like, <laughs> I pretty much said like I don't know if he he remembers this, but, um, yeah, like just. Be, be yourself, right? You can't, don't change to make someone else happy, right? Yeah, that's very important, yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, you'll learn. At the end of the day, you'll, you'll, you'll learn 
who are the people that you want to have around you, people that you, you know, that <laughs> you don't want to have around you, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I've, I've learned that, right? Yeah. Myself. I mean, just through works, just through life, <laughs> life experiences, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, so, that's kind of the, um, the thing. It's like, when you learn... Uh, or when you stay true to yourself, um, so, you know, sometimes, sometimes you, you meet the people who tell you that it's okay to do that, but then sometimes you don't. And again, going back to what we said just a few minutes ago, even if you do meet those people a little bit later on in your life and you've gone your whole life for an X amount of years, not really being your most authentic self doesn't matter. Like just, you can always start over again. And I oh, think, for sure. yeah. yeah. I think that's that's like the key thing for people to understand. Um, yeah, man, it's been it's been good talks with you. Like this this entire episode, I, I would actually really like yeah, to man. feature you again. Um, oh yeah, just just let me know. Yeah, um, hopefully, like with this whole COVID thing, like I <laughs> like personally, I don't entirely like recording remotely because. The vibe is kind of different, but I feel like, you know, regardless of like who you record with, if it's someone who's like familiar, like, like you, like it's always, it's always kind of, yeah. kind of, it's always going to kind of be the same as like talking in person. I feel like in person, it would be a lot more better and a lot more different, but uh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully we can get back to uh, recording stuff in person. Um, yeah. Look forward yeah. to it, man. But with that being said, um, yeah, I, mean, I think, yeah, it's kind of um it's a, it's a good time to close out the show so if you have anything further to say anything you want to touch on or if you want to um let the listeners know about where they can find you or your work or the project that you worked <laughs> on uh you know let them know uh okay uh interesting okay so oh it's um my Instagram is <laughs> it's like selling selling out. Okay. Um my Instagram is rye mysterio dot jpeg. Okay. jpg. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was really hard for me to say. I should change that. Um it's okay. I'll I'll also like add it into the, the description of the episode. So it'll be on Spotify and also the, that, the Instagram post. Yeah. Oh no, the world's gonna see. Um <laughs> uh <laughs> um also, if you want to keep up to date with how uh, the short film is doing, if we're going to you know, show it again, uh, follow uh, Lonely Afternoon on Instagram as well. Yeah, I'll also plug that into the description. And, uh, oh, thank you, the thank you so much. Post, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Don't really use any other social media as much, but that's like my main thing. <laughs> yeah no same uh, uh anyways thank you yeah follow dylan <laughs> i don't i can't remember your whole instagram post but like follow this guy <laughs> it's Listen okay to his podcast yeah. <laughs> i'll <laughs> save you a breath because <laughs> yeah. he is a breath of fresh air <laughs> uh thank you so much ryan it's been, it's been a pleasure having you on this episode and it's just it's a pleasure talking to you in general yeah man likewise yeah, yeah whenever you know even if it's just like one of those camp like conversations we just have like randomly um but for those of you who are listening um i know that we do ramble on and i do thank you if you have made it this far but that is sort of the notion of save your breath where you know 
these topics are sort of talked about and covered elsewhere, but we, you know, put our own twist on these things and we have our own opinions and we just want to talk and say different things about them. So, um, once again, thank you for listening and, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think, I think we got it. And, um, uh, we will see you next time.